financial plan, financial planning, buzzwords you're hearing every single day. But now ask yourself, do I need a financial plan? On today's podcast, you'll find out. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling Your Finances. Welcome into the podcast again. The podcast is Your Finances Untangled. Mo Param does that. The team at Cloudvestors can do that for you. And I think our topic today fits in perfectly with the fact that we talk about Cloudvestors can be there with you in your financial life with financial planning through your financial life from when you start your first career Uh, your first job in your career until you even reach retirement and through retirement. And, And with the answers to all the questions, as always on the show, it is Mo Param, Mo Param of Cloudvestors. Yes, indeed. As always, it's you too. You're you're joining me on this journey every single week, Dave. Well, I like it. I mean, I have fun with it. You have the answers. So do I. Yeah. I I do have the answers. You do. You do. I have the questions. You have the voice. You have the radio voice. The radio voice. Yes, sir. (laughs) I can can put on the radio voice. Hot stacks of wax here. We got the hot stacks of wax. It's uh, DP on the ones and twos. (laughs) That's funny. Um, You know... We talk about financial plan so much, financial plan. As you said, it's the buzzwords. We're going to talk about really when you need it. And this is good because it's any point of your adult life. And even if you're younger, I mean, I, but I'm thinking more adults are your clients. And, <laughs> and so first off, what is a financial plan? I mean, what, what exactly is it? So a financial plan is, you know, at the end of the day, it's an analysis, right? It's an analysis on based off your goals, based off what you're looking to accomplish, looking at where you currently are right now, and then understanding what steps need to be taken to bridge that gap, right? And that's what a plan is, right? It's it's what steps need to be taken to get us to where we want to be. So think of like a roadmap mm-hmm. or a workout plan, right? If yeah. you if your plan is to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds, or gain 10 pounds or 20 pounds of muscle, whatever it is, your plan is to, well, I'm going to work out in the morning. I'm going to eat this type of food. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to cut this out of my diet. The steps that it takes for you to get to your ultimate goal, right? And that's what a financial plan is. It's filling in the, it's filling in that gap to get you from from where you are right now to where you want to be, but we look at areas not just so because some people think financial plans are just investments, right? I need to have X they amount of dollars that, or yeah. playing the market, yeah, playing yeah. the market, right? I need to invest. What's my you know dividends or stock portfolio, whatever it may be, but that's not always the case, right? That shouldn't be just the case for a financial plan because for for us, we're looking at your cash flow. We're looking at budgeting. We're looking at your debt. Um, We're looking at taxes, social security, depending on how old you are, Medicare, distributions. I mean, long-term care, life insurance, estate planning, business planning, right? So there's different areas of your finances that should be involved inside of your financial plan. Yeah, I think it's good that we're looking at it this way because you even made me think about some things because I know it's a buzzword, as you said, these are buzzwords, financial plan, but I think everyone's mind does go to 
uh, playing pay, playing the market, investments, and all that. But you're right; it is so much more. And really, I mean, it, I don't even really want to ask the question: Who needs a financial plan? Because I think everybody needs a financial plan, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I do. You know, the complexity of the plan uh, is tailored d- depending on your specific situation, right? But a plan, you know, one question could be: What well, do you need a financial planner? That's a different question, right? But right. do you need a True. financial plan? Yes. You know, uh, I don't care where you are financially, right? Mm-hmm. Your plan could be, well, if I'm in a mountain of debt, right? Well, you should have a plan to get yourself out of debt. Good point. Right? Yeah. Because you probably didn't have a plan to get into debt, right? So let's get yeah. a plan to get out of debt. Uh, if you're just, you know, if you're looking to buy your first home and you're looking to save for a down payment, then you should have a plan on how you're going to save for your down payment, right? Or, you know, you've never worked with an advisor before. I'm getting ready to retire. I've been saving in my 401k. I've got a pension. Okay, now what do I do? Right. How do I, how do I, I've been saving all this time. How do I turn my assets into income? How do I distribute? How do I distribute, right? I've got a million dollars in my 401k. I've got half a million dollars in my 401k. I need $30,000 to live on a year. I've got social security. Okay, now how do I take my money out? Like, wh- like what do I do? You know, how do I navigate taxes, right? So so in ev- so I think everyone should have a financial plan, mm-hmm. right? And those plans should be modified, adjusted, revalued, uh, not revalued, uh, revisited constantly because as your life changes, so should your plan change. Yeah, I think that's important. And and I've been in, I, I, well, I'll start here and I'll tell you, I've been here many times in my life living paycheck to paycheck. Well, then you need a plan for many reasons to how, to, how do I get out of this and start saving? Um, if you're in debt, how do I get out of debt? I, do I really have a budget or am I just spending without a spending plan? And so mm-hmm. those were important things to look at. And then you move up to where you can start looking at now. I want to put my money to work for me. Right. Right. And that's the key thing, you know, getting your money, getting your money to work for you. Right. And so, you know, I look at foundations. Right. So you want to make sure you have the foundation set. So foundations is like your emergency fund. Right. Make sure you have that money that is that you can that you can that you can touch at any given moment in the event of an emergency. That number could vary for each individual. Right. It could be three months of your expenses. It could be six months. I remember when I, one of the first clients I uh, acquired when I moved to Georgia, young attorney, she was probably 28, 29 at the time. Mm -hmm. She wanted a year of her gross income saved. Wow. Year of gross income. Year of gross income. And I think at that point she was at 135,000, somewhere around there. Okay. So that's what made her feel comfortable, right? So it it's her plan, right? So I can't tell her not to save for that amount because that's that's what makes her feel comfortable. That's what makes her sleep well at night. Now, since then, we've changed, right? She doesn't have as much like in an emergency fund, right? But getting started, that's what she, she felt wanted. good with that. Yeah, and she felt good with that, and I mm-hmm. felt good with it because she was getting started, right? Because uh, again, planning is living and breathing, right? So your financial plan will change. It should change over time. Yeah, actually, yeah, you don't want it fundament- to be static. <laughs> you wouldn't want that. You don't want that. You know, uh, you know, we've had some potential clients that have asked us, you know, can we? What's the deliverable, right? Do we? 
you know, once they sign on board, are they getting a document? Are they getting like a booklet of their financial plan? And one of the things behind, you know, maybe paying for a financial advisor who just gives you a booklet is that booklet could be fine and it could be the, the you know, on bonded paper, very beautiful presented. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really only good for like today's situation. Right. Right. What happens if you are laid off halfway through the year? You need a new book. Well, that book, you need a new booklet, right? <laughs> what happens if, whoops, surprise, I'm pregnant again. Uh, new booklet. That wasn't in your plan. We need a new booklet, right? So there's so many different times where you're going to need a new booklet. So the deliverable is, you know, these reviews that we're constantly doing with our clients, right? We have models that we that we, uh, that we put together for clients. They're constantly updated. They have access to, we build them out of portal, we build them out a financial planning website that they have access to 24-7, and they can constantly view their plan. They can even make modif- – they can't make modifications to the plan, but they can make simulations, right? So they can play around and say, okay, well, what happens if inflation goes here or what happens if I retire here instead of at 65 when I told them, right? It doesn't change the plan, but it shows the simulations behind it, but we're the ones who are actually creating the plans. So uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But, I, I know but, this. But, I'd rather have that than a booklet. And I think sometimes I'd have that than a booklet. You know, sometimes the booklet represents someone who just wants to make it look like they did something, you know. And they have the yeah. what's that fancy writing calligraphy or what is, is that? What you calligraphy? Call? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that. It makes it look like gosh, he worked really hard on this. No, you know, and it charged me a lot for that too. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great, but um. I, yeah, I think so. It's kind of like meetings. You know, I, I've worked for people who had meetings really uh, too much, too much. And it was like, I think that's how they justified to themselves they were working. And all they were really doing at these meetings was delegating more work to us. And then they would right. leave the meeting and go, oh, I feel so good about that meeting. Yeah, but you're not doing anything. But I, maybe that's a bad comparison. But I think sometimes that's the case with a booklet. But yours is more of a living, breathing, structured plan. It's living and breathing. It's living and breathing. Because there's there's scenarios that we can control in some areas, right, if we're going to move, right? If so, uh, was it yesterday? Yes, yeah, 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 so it was yesterday. Uh Client and I were talking and realized that, oops, he, had, he hadn't updated his will since he moved to Georgia, right? So that's a situation that's controlled. He moved. We need to update his, his will, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to do some renovations inside the house, maybe redo the kitchen, the bathroom, and we want to figure out how that's going to impact our plan, how we're going to pay for it, you know, that's things that we can control. But there's, all, there's also things that we can't control. I can't control tax rates. Right. I can't control int- uh, inflation um, in some aspects. We can't control if we lose a job. We can't control if we lose a loved one. Right. So there's things there's data that changes that are outside of our control, but that will impact our plan. And so we need to uh, why the financial planning is living and breathing because you're living and breathing. Right. So if, as long as you're living and breathing, your financial plan should be living and breathing. <laughs> well, and, and that's a good point to tease what's coming up, because, yes, you can't do anything. You have no control about where taxes are going or inflation. But what you do have control over is the strategies necessary. And sometimes the strategies need to be tweaked to to better navigate those rough waters. And, and that's what we'll take a look at.
and a look at financial planning and how Cloudvestors can help you with that on Your Finances Untangled. can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor but also maintaining the human touch that's cloud vesters that's cloudvestors.com they're an endorsed dave ramsey smart vester that's a relationship you can trust at cloud vesters you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy it's all about specific customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement holistic financial planning in all areas including taxes estate planning insurance cash flow and budgeting they even offer customized personal websites for clients the technology of today while still maintaining that human touch that's cloudvestors that's cloudvestors.com we're back with your finances untangled, Cloudvestors, cloudvestors.com. And Cloudvestors, the firm and a fiduciary firm that can be there with you through your financial life. And I mean, we're talking about you're out of college, started your career and ready to get that money working for you. And, and, and really, and more than that, too, getting the plan in place, get, getting everything together and in order, and then through your life. And Cloudvestors, that's them. Check the website out, cloudvestors.com. As always, the ease and convenience of virtual planning, but with the human touch. We're talking about overall financial planning, and Mo did a great job explaining how financial planning is holistic. It's not just investing. It's every area of your life, from getting out of debt to budgeting to estate planning to good tax strategies, all of it coming together for your financial plan. And that's certainly where Cloudvestors can be to help you out in a fiduciary manner, meaning, of course, that they're bound to act in your best interest. And they would anyway. And you mentioned, I, as we close the last, the first segment, that uh, we, you have no control over things like taxes or inflation. And, and I know we're going to devote a whole podcast soon again to inflation because that's kind of the water cooler talk right now. But just getting a glimpse of inflation strategies, how to hedge against it, and tax strategies that you do have control over inside a financial plan. Because what we're doing are models, right? We can we can simulate different scenarios. Well, we'll for inflation, for instance, we'll we'll put in an inflation number that we feel comfortable that inflation might be somewhere in this range. Like right? a worst case scenario uh, type? Exactly. Oh, no, I wouldn't do a worst case. There's some advisors that give you that worst case scenario, uh -huh. right? And it looks uh -huh. like you will ever retire. Oh, I got right? you. Because, okay. because it, it, your your assets, your income is – not income. Your assets are just being eroded I by see. inflation. You right? feel defeated. But we give yeah. it, you just you feel you just, you just feel so defeated. I, I've seen it where no matter what happens, there's just so much red on your screen. It's just like, oh my gosh, six percent inflation. Overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, but we'll put a number. We'll put a number to to the analysis, right? That we feel comfortable with, and then now we're going to project that throughout the throughout the duration of your life, right? And what we what we project as a again typical. Um, lifespan, right? That's another factor, right? Uh, how mm -hmm. long do you plan on living, mm -hmm. right? But but then that's one that's one area that we can look at, and then based off that, we can also increase it or decrease, right? So we can look at worst case scenario. Right? You can say, well, Mo, what happens if inflation hits five percent every single year for the rest of my life? Right. You have we a can plan. model that. Right? Yeah. We have a plan for that. Taxes, you know, now taxes are are interesting because 
uh, I tell clients it's it's somewhat easier to plan around taxes than the market. And I'll put air quotes around the word easier because for the most part, taxes don't change on a day-to-day basis. Right. Right. It changes maybe administration by administration. Right. So we have four years, maybe even eight years, depending on, you know, if the, if the incumbent wins or not, mm-hmm. that we can pretty much plan around what tax rates are going or what the tax environment is going to look like, at least during a time frame. Right. You know, our current tax laws, for the most part, are set are to, to sunset at 2025. So, again, and that was passed in 17. Right. So that's eight years. If you can and actually through plan two administrations. Yeah. And through two administrations. Right. So it's easier in some aspects to plan around taxes. So some of the uh, you know, so for now we're we're using, you know, what tax laws look like or tax rates look like now. And then we're going to then we've reverted back to what the rates were before these these changes were made. Right. So that's almost kind of like worst case scenario. What happens if we go back to where we were recently? And so we plan it out on that aspect. So there's some things that we can do to 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 throw in some what ifs in the scenario. Because it's, it's all about some some of the things that we can't control. But we want to have we want to be able to understand what the game plan is in case something does happen. Well, too, and there is a little bit of guesswork, but as you said, good point on the taxes, because we do know, for instance, these rates, when when they sunset, uh, the guesswork comes in, and that's not even that hard with taxes now. I mean, conventional wisdom has it that they are going to go up. Now, we don't know for who, what sectors of society, but we feel like there's going to be a rise. They're certainly not going down, and I don't think it's going to stay the same, right? Do you? I, I, think, the, I think tax rates are going up. Yeah, I mean, um, as of currently speaking right now, as currently recording right now, there's a $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill that's that's getting ready to pass, right? And how is yeah. it going to be funded, right? Some people are going to be taxed. Mm-hmm. Some corporations are going to be taxed to pay for this infrastructure bill. So, uh, and then everything that's been done to the economy as far as stimulus to, to keep us afloat during this pandemic season Someone's going to have to pay for it, right? And there's only three ways the government can make money. They can borrow it, and we're in so much debt. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to keep borrowing us. Anyone's going to borrow – anyone's going to give us money anymore. Um, We're in – we can either print it. I think we've printed too much money. I think everyone can can agree to that. A lot. And the third way is is taxes. Yeah, you know – only three ways government can make money. I was interested. I was having a conversation. I'm a history buff about income tax, and it was enacted or brought forth uh, with by Abraham Lincoln as a temporary measure in the Civil War. And, and from this conversation, it was, uh, and I think this is correct that it was temporary, uh, just to help fund uh, the uh, obviously the Union forces in the Civil War. But then it it it, it came back. Around World War One time, and I think mm-hmm. 1916, something like that, and and it never went away. So that conversation got me curious about well, what funded the federal government before the income tax, <laughs> and predominantly tariffs. Ah, that was the major force of it. That makes sense. Yeah, wish we could look at something else now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tariffs. <laughs> tariffs. <Yeah. laughs> Let's just go back to the good old days. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just a, a, an aside there, but taxes, man. Yeah, we know. And and even with some of the entities that could be the taxes could be raised on, that could exacerbate inflation because that oh, would yeah. be passed on. 
mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the consumers. You have to yeah, anticipate it, these things. You have to. You have to anticipate them. Uh, anticipate them, you know, but use the information that we... You know, good financial planning, right, at the end of the day, is taking the information that we know that's true today. Mm-hmm. Right? Taking what we know is true today. Making the best decisions with that, with those decisions, with that data, right? But also keeping the plan flexible enough so that if anything changes, right, it's not it's 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 not too much to pivot, right? Right. So if tax rates change one way or another, right? You know, some people have been saving. Uh, kind of give you an example, right? Taxes, right? So the big question of should I do should I fund my four hundred one k or should I fund my Roth 401k or IRA versus a Roth IRA? The decision is based off taxes, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's based off sure. where do you feel you're going to pay the most taxes. Now or later. Now or later, right? And so- Did you have that you candy feed- growing up, now or laters? Oh, those are my favorite candies. And there were, all, there were always entrepreneurs at school who would sell it to you for like 50 cents for a piece of candy, you know, where the yeah. whole thing was probably a quarter. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the girls back then, they were, uh, I say that because they were the one that were making it, but they were, they were like melting the now and laters and like turning them into like, uh, uh, like a, like a stick, right? Cause they came in like the cubes, really? right? So yeah. they're turning them into like these, like these sucking sticks, right? So you can have like a whole now or later in this, in this, in like a candy form and just went around the whole day selling really? they'd sell them for like they'd sell them for like 50 cents. I remember that. I don't you know, I remember um and I never was smart enough to buy this candy and, and way price gouge at school, but you know, I remember like spending my lunch money on one blow pop, you know, mm-hmm. first first the first class of the day and then when the lunch came, I'm starving. That blow pop's <laughs> long gone. See, what if you had one of those now layers that you could take a bite out of and then, and then save it throughout the whole year? I mean, throughout the whole day. Entrepreneurs. At the oh, time. my goodness. Yeah, uh, now layers there made me think of that. I said, I'm sorry, I got you totally off track. No, no, that's but, fine. That's but fine. I remember those, but what those we, were my favorite candy. Those are nerds. Nerds, yeah. I, I till this day, get nerds. Um, I love, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm a candy, but I, I love candy. I got a sweet tooth. And yeah, I still do nerds. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll pour a whole comments. handful and cram it in my mouth. They're falling all over the floor, you know, <laughs> sweeping up nerds for weeks. Um, but we were talking about uh, whether you want to pay now or later. And, and with where you anticipate tax rates to go, that's why Roth makes a lot of sense. Because the rates, if you want to look at it like they're on sale now and likely to go up. So it's like, would you rather be taxed on the seed or the harvest? That's right. That's right. But then as you retire and if you feel like, okay, well, I want to make some other tax decisions, right? But then you can, if you haven't saved in a Roth, in a Roth version, then you can do some Roth, uh, Roth conversions. So all that pre-tax money, now that you're in a lower tax environment, you can, you can convert, pay some of the taxes right now and then start building your, your tax-free money down the road. So, again, that's how you can plan on taxes. You know, if you feel like capital gain rates are going to go up, then uh, – I forget about that, but more like distribution, right? We have clients that are looking to make the, – that taking some of their uh, assets for income. And so for us to mitigate our taxes, right, um, we'll look at some – some of their accounts that have gained 
some of their holdings that have lost mm-hmm. and try to offset those taxes so we're so they're not paying as much in taxes to the government. So there's a lot of ways we can do a lot of ways, we can yeah. tax planning, right? But that's what but that's that's a plan, right? That's a financial plan. And just in the time remaining, we can close it out with a financial plan done in a proper holistic fashion, certainly would include estate planning. And I know we've talked about the people think, oh, estate planning is for the wealthy. And you've pointed out in this podcast, it is not just for the wealthy. And the other thing, too, they may think, oh, that's when I get older. Not necessarily. Uh, Kind of you should have some type of estate planning in your life at all times, shouldn't you? I believe so. I believe so. Some estate planning. You know, once once there is someone, well, first of all, someone who 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 is financially impacted by your loss is is a, a good time to think about uh, not even think about to start your estate planning, right? Um, what I mean by that is, if you weren't here mm-hmm. on this earth, is there someone that's financially, you know? Uh, impacted by you not being not here. being here right so that's if, if you if you if the answer to that is yes you or an organization it. or even a charity or an organization right if you're not there then you need to start thinking about it good point right? it and might be the new it, baby or, or like you said could be the new baby yeah. uh it could be your employees mm-hmm. right you could be single no yeah. kids but you but you own a you run a 50 person operation. Well, if you're not there, those 50 people are, you know, they're, they're impacted by you not being here. Or right? your their mother jobs. is still alive, but you take help her, you know, your mother's still yeah. alive, you help her. Right. So that's part of, you know, maybe looking at some life insurance to getting a will taken care of. Right. Mm-hmm. But then even for yourself, right. You may want to have a power of attorney, a healthcare directive, right. If for some reason you mentally can't make uh, the decisions on your own, right? And that can happen anytime, right? You slip and fall down the stairs, get a concussion, they don't wake up, right? Right. Uh, get hit by a bus, right? It can, be, it can happen at any age, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can't make those decisions for yourself, uh, having that power of attorney literally is a person that you trust can actually sign in your name, right? Sign on your behalf, uh, manage your accounts on your behalf. And then a healthcare directive, someone can make the medical decisions for you, even if you if you, if you can't medically make them, if you can't mentally make them for yourself. Right, exactly. Right? Then that can happen at any, at any age. So I sure can. So estate planning doesn't have to just be for their for the for the ultra net worth or the the, the or someone who's like older, right? Baby, house, get married. You know, you want to make sure that. You know, someone is 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 looking out in your best interest legally if something were to happen to you, you own a business, right? There's so many different areas and so many different reasons why you want to at least get that check, uh, that estate planning started. And you can start small, right? You can just start with, okay, I've got a baby, married, right. I need some life insurance. As you, just as you see fit, planning. like you identify the need and address that, address exactly. it. Exactly. I'm always interested in the origin of terms or just the way things are said. And, you know, you used one that made me think was at one time in history, were there a lot of people? Was it like a whole rash of people being hit by buses? (laughs) I've never known anyone ever hit by a bus. I'm sure it's happened. But (laughs) we always use that. (laughs) You're right. I've I've read more stories of people getting like hit by trains trains buses. Yeah, why yeah. are we not saying train? Because there <laughs> are more of that. 
<laughs> Let's change it. Let's start a movement. <laughs> it's like almost like a public service because it'll remind people, oh, I've been looking out for buses all my life, but not even worrying about trains. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, yeah, that funny. was a good point because financial planning is just used a lot. And a lot of people go, okay, right, what is that? I don't know. Do I may not need it. But, yeah, you pointed out everybody really needs a financial plan. So that's I, good. I believe. And, I and, believe. And, uh, and, of course, Cloudvestors is there to help you. And it's great that they're a fiduciary firm. They're recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. You should go to cloudvestors.com. You can learn more about this firm. You can also um, you know, find, navigate your way through easily on what you need to do. You want to reach out to someone. How does that work? If you say, hey, I want a financial plan, how does that process work? <laughs> Somebody gets back well, with them or... <laughs> Yeah. So the way it works is, you know, we'll have someone call uh, one of our callers, reach out to you and ask you some preliminary questions so that we, we have a better sense of where you are, what some of your goals are, what some of your struggles. And then uh, you and, and then once that that conversation happens, then uh, uh, a meeting is set with myself or my uh, one of my partners, Andrew. And uh, we'll sit down with you either you know, face-to-face or if, if you're in an area or virtually. And uh, we expand on that conversation and we start to drill down and, and build that plan for you. Great. Cloudvestors.com. And the, the great thing is it's your plan because they don't take a cookie-cutter approach, obviously. And it also is done in a fiduciary manner. Mo, good job. <laughs> we always learn. We always have a laugh. And uh, that's, I think that's what's important. Learning and laughing. Uh, learning and laughing. <laughs> we'll do it again. Be sure to like, subscribe, and then it really just comes to you. It's every Friday we, we put this up, the new one up. We record on Friday, and it goes up the next Friday. Rate, share, do what you have to do. But please continue to stay with us on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.